Now we all me say before you thank you for all the miracles thank you for all the healings thank you for the deliverances and the breakthroughs you are the healer you are the miracle worker until you touch no one can touch until you heal no one can heal we bless you this evening thank you for everyone watching thank you for the man of God to teach us the word thank you for all the testimony that have been coming in thank you for those who are watching around the world on the internet on the television we give you glory Jesus we honor you bless us tonight heal us tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Amen, Amen. get ready for the word this evening we are so blessed to come your way with God's word I want you to know that it is the word that heals. It is the word that prospers. Many only want to be prayed for. But Jesus said, Thou shalt know the truth. 
And it is the truth that will make you free. So this evening, welcome to Instant Miracle Service. Where we have recorded so many testimonies. Every kind of testimony. Maybe today is your first time watching. Don't let anything steal your attention. For the next few hours. Stay glued to your television. Get your Bible. Get your pen and paper. Many don't give attention to God. That's why the tension in their life never goes. When you give him attention, the tension will go. Maybe you are under some tension or some serious sickness. You are under some financial tension. A miracle goes into all dimensions of life. So if something is putting tension on you, give Jesus attention. In the Bible, nobody gave him attention and remained the same. But Timios focuses attention on God. The tension of leprosy left. The call of every family member, everybody who needs a miracle to sit down right now. I hear there is a place where they repair television and around Achimota. They gather in multitude to watch instant miracle. So I welcome all of you guys. God bless you for that great thing that you are doing. Tonight we are so blessed to have some serious teachers of the Bible who are going to help us to go into the world to bring us understanding. And when the understanding comes, the devil cannot stand. It's a rise and shine for your light has come. And the glory will shine upon you. All we need is light. But there are men who are bearers of light. And so this evening we are so blessed. To have two great men of God in the house. I have my closest friend and brother. Dr. Pastor Richard in the house. From Waters of Life, man of God. God bless you for coming this evening. And it's going to be a blessed time. And then Pastor Anders is also here. You have seen him many times. And we will be so blessed. Tonight we are going to be discussing what we have titled double remedy. In other words, we are talking about the power of God that can forgive you your sins and heal your sickness. Sickness and sin are twin brothers. They are not brothers, they are twin devils. Twin devils. All of them come to destroy. Wherever you see sin, 
destruction is on the way coming. Wherever you see sickness, destruction is on the way coming. Now listen to me. You shouldn't allow these two things in your life. Don't open your life to sin. The devil will tell you you are enjoying life. That is not enjoyment. I've never seen anybody taking poison as a snack in the afternoon before. You can use poison as Coca-Cola. When people are in sin, they say they are enjoying life. And the Bible said, the soul that sinner shall die. When you are sick, don't say it is the will of God. Do everything to fight it. These are two weapons of the enemy he uses to destroy destinies. Unfortunately, these two devils, they work together, they move together. So this evening you will discover that in Jesus' ministry you always treated these two things at the same time. In Isaiah 53 verse 5 reading he said and he was wounded for our transgression that is sin. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we were healed. So you see healing. You see transgression. You see healing. You see iniquity. All of them in the same scripture. Jesus is trying to draw our attention to something. Sin is the cause of sickness. It's the original. Somebody will say, so everybody that is sick has this sin. No, that's not what we are saying. What we are saying is that it is sin that brought sickness into the world. And because sin is still around, that's why sickness is also still around when Jesus comes and sin will be dealt with there will be no sickness anymore have you wondered why the Bible says heaven is a place without sickness because there is no sin in heaven so there is no sickness and then we look at first Peter chapter 2, verse 24. It says, Who his own self bear our sins. And in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness. So when we die to sin, we will live to righteousness. By whose stripes ye were healed. So all the time, anytime God is dealing with sickness, He deals with sin. So sin is, sickness is supposed to be found among the unrighteous more than the church. Even let's put it this way, it's not supposed to be found among believers. 
But because of ignorance. And the devil's strength is our ignorance. He said, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Listen carefully. For lack of knowledge. So there are many provisions. So once your sins are forgiven, the power of sickness over your life is broken. Now, before I call him Pastor Richard, look at Psalm 103, verse 3. Now, so, when it comes to fighting sickness, you can go in this direction. Devil, you have no authority to torment me with sickness. Jesus has forgiven me my sins. I'm now a child of God. So sickness have no authority to dominate my body. Because these two devils were dealt with by Jesus on the cross. Look at prophet David. Speaking about this same double remedy. Many believers think that, oh, it's our sins that have been forgiven. Sickness is normal. Sickness is not normal, it's a devil. What is the purpose of sickness? It's a killing way. He came to kill. No sickness comes to entertain anybody. That's why every sickness has killed somebody before. Malaria. Pimpos, even pimpos. Somebody has pimpos. He, 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 he scratch it and then he turn into something. Ordinary mosquito bite. Bishop Oedepo said it's not a mosquito bite, it's a devil bite. Because if everybody on the street who is bitten by mosquito dies, there won't be anybody on the street. So, David said, Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who healed all dies? So where iniquity is forgiven, diseases must clear off. Understand this truth. Jesus just died few weeks ago. To remind us. What did he do? To forgive our sins. To pay for our sins. And to pay for our sickness. To pay for our sins. And to pay for our sickness. Every born again believer watching me. If you are born again. If your sins have been forgiven. The devil have no right to torment you Therefore be healed in Jesus name. He delivered from every form of torment in the name of Jesus. Now, based on this revelation, you can challenge every devil of sickness and disease. I have the right to be free. He that forgave me my sin also heal me of my sickness. Devil, pack your things and go. If Jesus never died for my sin, then I can't challenge you to be healed. But our sins have been paid. My sickness is also gone. This is the revelation. 
that brings us into authority to challenge coronavirus in this sickness that has a name has no authority on the born again believer for those who are not born again the devil can feast on them their sins have not been forgiven their sins have not been forgiven so they have no legal right to total healing but those that have been born again is that you who were not the people have now become the people of God you have been translated from darkness into his marvelous light sickness can't stand light in the light there is no sickness so you are watching me you are having some sickness in your body it is an illegality it is an illegality you devil of darkness I curse you today lose every believer that is sick in the mighty name of Jesus lose your power and your grip over every believer hallelujah glory to God if my sins are forgiven sickness has no authority over my life somebody shout hallelujah it's a very simple truth now I want to turn over to Apostle Richard to share more light on this revelation so let's welcome Pastor Richard to also throw some light on the double remedy man of God the floor you, you can speak now praise the Lord hallelujah hallelujah Amen. Bishop thank you for such a wonderful God bless you, sir. privilege we have to be a blessing to the world mm. I know all over in the world people are watching in the nation in the continent in europe america wow. asia australia mm. all over i would like you to stay in touch because mm. what is going on here is an invasion against the kingdom of darkness that's right bishop says something he said is a where there is tension all you need is to give Jesus attention and the tension will dissolve. Such a if there is a tension in your body, which is sickness, pay attention to this broadcast. And the tension at the end will dissolve by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. Bishop, thank you once again. God bless you. Now, as Bishop was saying, you realize that the prophecy of Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 53 said, And by his stripes, ye are healed. And then when you come to Peter, he said, ye were healed. It means something has happened. Something happened between the prophecy of Isaiah and Peter. What happened? Jesus Christ paid the price. So the price is paid. 
The price for your healing was paid. The price for your wholeness was paid. The price for your well-being was paid. And no one pays twice for a commodity. No one suffers twice for a single judge, a single offense. It is called travesty of justice. Wow. Jesus suffered for you. So you ought not to suffer anymore. Wow. That is the message. When I went through the book, I, I realized that it is it's a very powerful book. And wherever at the end of it you can get the numbers, they make sure you call the office and get this book. It's a very powerful book. Bishop, do you remember when there the, 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 the was an instance here when Jesus followed Peter to his house? Yeah. And, and Peter's mother was sick of fever. The Bible was specific, fever. Which means malaria. It could easily be said, maybe it is just an exposure to the weather or mosquito bite or whatsoever. But look at it. The Bible said Jesus touched her and immediately the fever left. It is just like you are watching this program live now. <laughs> Coronavirus is tormenting you. <laughs> Coronavirus. By the power of the Holy Ghost, through this means, you are going to be touched. And coronavirus will leave your body. Any ailment, any form of sickness will leave your bodies right now in the name of Jesus. The Bible said Jesus was teaching and the power of God was present to heal. The, the power of God is present here now. And you are going to be healed. Instant healing. Instant miracle. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I'd like you to understand something. Jesus was talking about the events in the last days. He said, Nations will rise up against nations. There shall be earthquakes. There shall be famines. And one of the things he mentioned will also characterize the event of this end time is there shall be pestilences. And the word pestilences or pestilence is means virus. Today, the world doesn't know what to do with coronavirus. There are, more, there are more viruses, more terrible viruses that are coming. And that is why you have to pay attention to what is going on, especially this instant miracle service program, wherever you are. Pay attention, make sure you, you are clued to the date and the time and every week, make sure you are there. Because what is coming, I has not seen. The enemy is coming very angrily, but God is also ready to release power. To collide with him is going to be power collision. 
Jesus is the only answer. Jesus is the answer to the evil sicknesses and diseases that are invading our world today. Jesus is the only answer. Thank God for medical science. They are trying their best. But their best is not equal to the task. Because they don't understand what is coming. It is only Jesus. The savior of the world. The Lord of life. The author of life. The giver of life. He it is. That will be able to help man. In this state we find ourselves. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Jesus came as the lamp of God mm. to take away the sins of this world. That is why we love him. That's why you can't afford but to love him. John saw him in John chapter 1 verse 29 to, to 31. He said, Behold the lamp of God that taken away the sins of the world. There was no sickness in the Garden of Eden mm. until sin came in. So sin gave birth to sickness. And sickness resulted to death. And that was why Jesus Christ came to handle sin. To take away sickness. Wow. To take it out of the way. First John chapter 3 verse 8. The Bible says, And for this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest. That he might destroy the works of the devil. Sicknesses and diseases are the works of the devil. But Jesus needed to deal with the root of it. Jesus dealt with the root. Sickness is only sickness, and these are only fruits that are that come on a tree. If you want to kill a tree, you don't just pluck the fruits. Of, of them, or even remove the branches of the tree, it will grow again. And so I remember those years when we used to go to the farm with our parents and our grandparents. Most often, if they want a tree died, they will start putting fire. Wow. And that is where we roast Benjamin. most of this uh, cocoa yam and, yeah. and we put it on fire. And before you know, the, the, the leaves and the fruits and the branches will start withering. Wow. Because the root has been affected. Wow. Sin is the root cause. There was a prophecy John gave. When he saw the Pharisees, he said, Hey, the axe is laid to the root of the tree. The axe is laid to the root of the tree. 
So Jesus came and dealt with the root. Behold the Lamb of God that taken away the sins of the world. Not the sins of the church, the world. That means, Bishop, in this world, not even in the church, in the world, sickness and disease is illegal. Mm. It has no legal basis to be around because the root has been dealt with. Jesus hung on the cross. He cried and he said, I'm thirsty. Instead of water, they gave him vinegar. He couldn't take it. And then he breathed and screamed and he said it is finished it is finished it is finished sin was finished sin was finished that was why he needed to die buried and on the third day he resurrected and when he came and met the disciples he said all of you rejoice all of you celebrate all power in heaven and on earth and under the earth is given to me so go the devil has no right to afflict any human being alive with any sickness. That is why, Bishop, I, I celebrate you and the entire leadership for this program. Because it is an invasion against the kingdom of darkness. To terminate sicknesses out of existence. Many have been healed. Many people testimonies are bound. And tonight your own testimony will manifest. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. What a powerful revelation. Somebody shout, I'm free. <laughs> If you go to a restaurant and somebody has paid your lunch for you, only the blind will pay again. So by this revelation, the axe has been laid to the root. Once the root of sin is destroyed, the fruit of sickness dies out. And so we speak to you without praying. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Devil, take your hands off every life that is watching us. And now, not tomorrow, now, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And so ladies and gentlemen, we are here to bring you truth. We are here to bring you truth. You will know the truth. People ask us, why do miracles happen in this ministry so much? Because we preach the truth. And God confirms the truth. Today, by the truth that you are hearing, may God confirm it for healing for you. May God confirm it as a miracle for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, you hold the land of God who take it away the sins of the world.
John 1 29. You meditate upon some of these scriptures. The hold of sickness is broken over your life. No matter the name of the disease, it is illegal in your life. Therefore, be free in the name of Jesus. We thank God so very much for the exposition of the truth. And we thank Pastor Richard for taking us very deep. Now let's turn it over to Pastor Ernest. We also share. What does he think about this? Does he agree or he doesn't agree? Tell us something about double remedy. If the all Christians who agree, mm -hmm. a lot of confusion. We are not here to say what anybody said. Mm -hmm. We are reading to you what Bible. Jesus said. Is the final authority. We are reading to you what Jesus said. You don't agree with the Bible? When you meet him, you can settle your issues with him. Man of God, what do you think about the revelation that we are sharing tonight? Daddy, thank you very much for once again hosting us on your show. God bless you so much. And um, the viewers, um, whatever that has been discussed this evening, if only we can give a deep and an accurate attention to what is being discussed, you are going to live the rest of your life sickness-free. One scripture that, that you read, and I was so blessed, is Psalm 103, verse 3. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities. Okay, let's pause. I, I believe strongly that if only was for only forgiveness of sins, mm. I think God would have continued with the sacrifice of lambs in the Old Testament. Mm. Because by that time, they were having enough lambs all over. They were using it for their, because they were farmers. But God is looking beyond, because even after the sacrifices to atone for their sins, they were still not healed. Mm. Mm. They were only forgiven. So their sicknesses were still with them. Mm. So God said, no, this must stop. So he went further to say, look, I'm going to bring someone. That's the scripture that, that daddy read in John chapter 1 verse 29. So I'm going to bring someone who is going to also for, forgive your sins, who is going to take the whole world's sins, and at the same time, bring healing. So this is the double remedy that daddy is talking about. You cannot accept that Jesus has delivered you from your sins and neglect the other aspect of he being your healer. If you accept the, the, the forgiveness of sins, you are still living in the Old Testament. But you have to move into the New Testament, which is, he forgave your sins, and at the same time, he has healed all your sicknesses, even 
as they are yet to come. That's why Peter said, he said, we were healed. So, provisions has been made in advance. As daddy said, you are only a fool if somebody has paid for something for you and you are still going to pay again. So, we must understand that what we are treating tonight is, is an advanced knowledge that you need to acquire. As Reverend Richard said, many sicknesses are coming. Until Jesus comes, all these sicknesses will keep coming. But what is going to be your guard against those sicknesses? It's your knowledge in God's word. And you, you accepting that Jesus has not only redeemed you from your sins, but has also healed you from all kind of sicknesses, <laughs> present or in the future. So, we have to understand that Jesus is the price paid. Now, not only for sickness, mm -hmm. poverty inclusive. Now, one of the things people don't know that sickness leads to poverty. Yesterday, we had a situation where we met somebody whose wife was sick. When he showed me the bill for the surgery, it was almost 70,000 Ghana City. The bill for the surgery. That they've already paid 70,000. How rich can you become? If one sickness steps into your house and by the stroke of the doctor's scalpel, 70,000 is gone. So Jesus became the cure for sin, sickness, and poverty. Many have been rendered poor. But they don't know that sickness is also a way by which the devil wants to siphon their riches. So it's not just to kill you, it will make you poor before it kills you. So, looking at the dimension of what Jesus did, in 2 Corinthians 5.21, look at what the scripture says. The Bible says, For he had made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God. Then Isaiah 53 10. Isaiah, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. For he has put him to grieve. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. The pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. What is he telling you here? By that same sacrifice, poverty gave way to prosperity. 
Those of you that like poverty. Give us your riches. We have a global gospel to preach. So in 2 Corinthians 8, 9, there are some people watching me. Their sickness is poverty sickness. I cause the root of poverty over your life in the name of Jesus. He said, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor. That he through his poverty might be made rich. Many have died when they didn't need to die. Because they didn't pay their hospital bill. The doctors are not like Master Jesus. They don't heal for free. Even when you are dying, you need to get hospital card. Before they finish the card, you are dead. But Jesus will heal you. Before you find out what is wrong with you, whether you get the card or not. So he did not only take away our sin. He did not only cure our sickness. He also destroyed poverty. Tonight, someone is receiving the spirit of prosperity coming upon somebody's life as a form of remedy for your whole family. Now, look at how he put all of them together in one place. He said, let the weak say, I am strong. And let the poor say, I am, I am rich. So, sickness is also the next door neighbor of poverty. Go to the hospital and see. There are people that gave birth because they couldn't pay. They are quarantined their mother. The baby came out of the womb. Instead of coming to rejoice, the first thing that made the baby is poverty. So, now, look at coronavirus now. It's sickness. But businesses have been destroyed. Now, the question you have to ask, what has sickness got to do with business? Last time you said that the devil is an intelligent devil. He wants to destroy many things, but he will pick one. Businesses have been destroyed. People can travel today. What is supposed to be two cities is now ten cities. He did not only bring the sickness to affect your physical body. He came to destroy your physical body. And to destroy your sustenance. But in the name of the Lord Jesus. The same anointing that destroys sin. Will destroy both sickness and poverty. So tonight if you are watching us. You are spending all your money on doctors and physicians. Somebody may say pastor what are you talking about? Look at Mark chapter 5. Verse 25 to 34. The Bible said there was a woman. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood. 12 years. Now look at where poverty came in. 
has suffered many things of many physicians and has spent all that he has. Has spent all that he has. So sickness brings on his tail poverty. By the time this woman saw Jesus, she was not only sick, she was broke. Completely broke. If Jesus doesn't touch you today, the next time we see you, you are not only sick, you are also broke. That's why today, in the mighty name of Jesus, every sickness buffeting you, I destroy the seed of that sickness and I destroy the seed of poverty. May these two things be completed and I had letter from your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Man of God, what do you think? You see, we are trying to. See these people that we are not only talking about sickness. Oh. The next thing that many people dread in their life is poverty. Yesterday I was preaching in the church. I told them, if I'm preaching healing, some people say they are not sick. Oh. And when I'm talking about money, everybody uses money. And here is somebody who also came to make sure your pocket is dry. So when Jesus declared a woman with the issue of blood healed, he said, no, look at the word, behold, be, be, he said, he said, behold of that disease. He declared the woman free from sickness and free from poverty. Share with us some talk relating how sickness can make a person broke. And so as we are talking, we are cursing these two devils together at the same time. Listen to me, your days of poverty is over. Amen. Anything that can be made for is over. Amen. I cause poverty out of your life by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Any sickness taking you to poverty in and out, taking you to hospital in and out. Today, buy this medicine. When you finish, they say it doesn't work. Buy this one. Try this one. Buy this one. Buy this one. I know a man that sold his house to attend to his sickness in India from Nigeria. When he was rich, he never went on holidays in India. Sickness sent him on by false holiday. Sold his house. Actually, in the testimony, the man has six houses. He sold five. The only reason why he couldn't sell the six houses was that he wasn't finding the document. Hey. One sickness made the man broke. In six months, he has sold five houses out of six. That's why I cast this sickness in your life, in your body. Be healed by the power of Jesus Christ. Man of God, share with us some talk. How sickness also brings in this state of poverty. People will know we are not joking here. The devil is not happy about the things we are saying. Not at all. Because it is positive. 
sickness that I've been spending your money, it stops today in the, the mighty name, name of Jesus. Let's go to Pastor Richard share some powerful talks on this revelation. Man of God. Wow, wow. This is awesome. This is awesome. Bishop, as you rightly said, a lot of people are dying. In fact, poverty is killing more people than sickness. Poverty is killing more people than sickness. Because there are some of the sicknesses, if there was money, they will survive. It's true. And that is why, that was why Jesus handled them both. Because in as much as sickness is a spirit, poverty is also a spirit. And you quoted 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8, ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you said this, something flashed in my spirit. It means the grace of God needs to be known. That's right. So poverty can end. Mm. Mm. Poverty is not a native of any land. It's, it's, it, it, is, it is a universal, in fact, it's, it's a global, it, poverty has a global nativity. <laughs> it comes from every town. <laughs> you, you've been to, you've been to, you've been to a lot of countries, and, and there are poor people everywhere. I'm telling you. <laughs> the type of poverty in Europe and America is worse than Africa. America and Europe, I'm telling you. I, I met someone in Atlanta. She's been there for the past 34 years. She's never been to any state. Has never traveled, born in Atlanta, and has been there for 34 years. Has never traveled to any state. Atlanta villager. <laughs> so poverty is everywhere, and this is why God is creating this platform. Mm. The double remedy. Mm. My God. Sin gave birth to sickness. Poverty and its allied forces. There are very many. <laughs> if poverty could be handled through hard work, I believe most of our parents would have left a lot. Because they worked hard. And Africa would have been free. Look, I've been pounding fufu. Hard work. Hey, you fufu have been free from poverty. Even the fufu. Look at our food. Even the every, uh, every, uh, every, everything. Everything. You stretch this thing like this. What you is true, man of God. You have to sweat for um, even the food we eat. You have to sweat. You have to sweat for even the food. Hard work. But because. Because it is a spirit, it's a spirit. It cannot be handled in oh, the energy of the flesh. It will require the release of grace. And that is why I know that even tonight, grace is coming your way. Somebody watching from Australia, grace is coming your way. 
somebody watching from Europe, Grace is coming your way. Somebody watching all the way in Tamale, Grace is coming your way. Somebody is watching from Sefiyosu, Grace is coming your way. Somebody is watching from Sunyali, Grace is coming your way. Dwayne Kepko, Grace is coming your way. This platform disseminates grace. Grace is being distributed. He said the people that sat in darkness have found a great light. Jeremiah chapter 31, let's look at verse 2. Yeah. Thus said the Lord, the people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness. Even Israel, when I went to cause him to rest, they were, the only thing remaining was the sword. In the wilderness, in dryness, in poverty, in sicknesses, in diseases, wilderness, they were left with the, the only thing was the, for the soul to finish them. He said he found grace. Somebody is finding grace here tonight. Therefore, when they found grace, he said, therefore with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Verse 2. He found grace in the wilderness. Even Israel, when I went to cause him to rest. That means there is going to be financial rest for somebody here. Somebody is watching. There is a financial rest for you tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why then does he have to say it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh? If it is the workings of men. It, it's supposed to be the blessings of the Lord. The blessings of the Lord. That make it rich. The blessings of the Lord. And that is why it is by grace. And so hear me precious one. There are a lot of people who are battling with sicknesses. Even the money for drugs is not there. Mm. Some, some have taken some of the diseases as their faith. At least this one is my, my sickness, my, my, my headache, my migraine, my cancer, my, my hypertension, my diabetes. Tonight, we join our faith and we reject it in your body in the name of Jesus Christ. It is not yours. It is not yours. How many people have the finances to handle? The level of sicknesses and diseases. The devil is alive. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wow. But tonight, rest has come. Tonight, rest has come. As Bishop was saying, Christ became sin for us. He was made, made sin. That we might be made. He was made so that we too can be made. So he was missing. He, he took the place of our sicknesses, our failures, our poverty, our suffering, our hardships and difficulties. So that we can have the right standing of God in rest in peace, in fulfillment, in progress, mm. satisfaction, and prosperity. This is the double remedy. Mm. This is the double remedy. This is the double remedy. And just as Bishop was saying, 
your poverty is gone. Yes, because it's a spirit. And this spirit knows and understands some graces. Tonight, tonight, I said your poverty is dislocated in the name of Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter. It may be a generational problem. Your great-grandfathers were poor. Thank you. Your grandfathers were poor. Your father was poor. And it looks as if this thing will not leave you alone. But by the grace of God, I see a turnaround coming your way in the name of Jesus. So I'd like you to open up. Because something beautiful is coming your way. This program has been packaged for you. If you are on Facebook, you can share the links with your friends and loved ones all, all over in the world. Tell them to be glued to this program. Instant miracle service. Because something is happening here. I can sense the presence and the power of God here. So strong. Thank you very much, Bishop. So, with this understanding, you have dominion over these two devils. Sickness, poverty. Now, David picked this thing prophetically. And he told us how God dealt with the demons of Egypt and brought Israel out. Psalm 105 verse 37. Maybe our last scripture, he said, he brought them forth also with silver and gold. And there was not one feeble person among their tribes. You see, these two demons are being dealt together. He brought them out of captivity. From poverty. And from sickness. He brought them forth. With silver and gold. And there's no one sick among them. Tonight, I see you coming out of poverty. Coming out of sickness. In the name of Jesus. If he brought them forth, he's still bringing them out. Because Jesus Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Be loose from poverty. Be loose from sickness. Be loose from poverty. Be loose from sickness. He brought them forth. The devil can't hold you in anymore. This is what God did in Egypt. And we know Egypt represents the world. And so every born again believer, even if you are not born again, tonight the opportunity is here. Give your life to Jesus. Come out of poverty. Come out of sickness. Come out of poverty. Come out of sickness. Come out. In the mighty name of Jesus. And therefore, before we go on to hear testimonies tonight, maybe you are watching. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus. 
the price has been paid. Why don't you go there and show your receipt and take? Before we pray for anybody, before we release miracles, which have already started happening, I want you to open your heart. Give your heart to the Lord. Don't let sin reign over you. We've told you the result of sin is sickness and poverty and spiritual death. Baby, you are watching. You are not born again. You are living in sin. Sin is dominating you. To you, you say you are chilling. Let me warn you. You are drinking poison day in and day out. Give your heart to the Lord today. He said, if you will confess with your mouth, that Jesus rose from the dead and believe with your heart that he died for you. Romans 10, 9 and 8. 9 and 10. He said you will be saved. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and we are told he is the price paid. You can't use any other method. We are living in dangerous times. Science is limited. Economics is limited. All human methods are limited. There is only one unlimited remedy. There is only one unlimited grace. And that name is Jesus. It is the grace that heals. And the grace that takes away poverty. You are watching me. You are not born again. Some of you too used to go to church. You are basilated. You are disconnected from Jesus. Put your heart, your hand on your heart. I want you to do first things first. You are about to invite Jesus into your life. As your Lord and personal Savior. Sickness will leave you alone. Poverty will leave you alone. You will become a child of God. Brand new shining light. Put your hands on your chest. Pray this prayer with all seriousness. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Lord, I am a sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Wipe away my sins with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, Cleanse away my sins. Forgive me. Today, my sins are forgiven. I'm born again. I am a new creation. I am a child of God. Lord, maintain my name in the book of life. And finally, I declare Jesus is Lord over my life. Amen. Congratulations. If you have prayed this prayer, you are now a member of the family of God. I want you to pick any of the numbers on the screen. Call, there is a free book for you. At the same time, I want you to come to church this coming Sunday. 745 and 10 a.m. in the morning. There is a free book to help you grow in Jesus. 
you'll be baptized, you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. Take a step of faith. Let's see you just come in strong. Your life and destiny will never be received. Now get ready for your healing. Get ready for a miracle. As the choir picks one song, when they finish singing, they are going to be hearing some life testimonies about what Jesus has done in the life of others. And we are going to pray a prayer of faith. And God will heal you. God will touch you. God will give you a miracle. God will give you a financial breakthrough. God bless you for watching. We thank God so much for bringing Pastor Richard our way. Thank God so much for bringing Pastor Ennis our way. Keep on watching. A miracle is about to happen. We'll be with you in a moment. Let's worship with the choir now. Jesus. We give you glory. You are a healer. You are a healer. Our restorer. Thank you, Jesus. He's touching you tonight. He touched me. He touched me. Yeah. And no. What joy that flies my soul Oh, something happened And now I know He touched me and me Help me say what he touched me. He touched me.
and make me whole. Something happened, something happened, say. Something happened, and now I know He touched me and made me whole. Something happened. Something happened to me tonight. Something happened. And now I know He touched me and made me whole. Thank you. Glory, 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 glory. Psalm 119, verse 46. He said, And I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings and will not be ashamed one thing God does not like is forgetfulness even when he gave us the communion he said when you do this remember many are suffering today because they've forgotten God some to the Lord has done things for them. They won't, they won't share it. They won't testify. They say they are feeling shy, but it's a sign of pride. After they are elevated, they don't want anybody to know that they used to be down and now they are up. But that is what gives glory to God. So today, I have two of my daughters who are here to share with us to the shame of all devils what Jesus did in their life. The first one to come on the set is Amarachi Iwe. Heal of five years of asthma. Now she's shining, you never know she ever had asthma. And this is many people's problem. When God touches them, they won't give him the glory. But Amarachi is not like that. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to introduce to you. Amarachi. Amarachi to gloriously share with us her testimony. What Jesus did five years ago. So, woman of God, you are welcome. Tell us what the Lord has done and encourage us, and all of us will be blessed. Daddy, thank you very much for this opportunity. I do not take it lightly at all. So, um, in 2013, I got admitted into senior high school. 2013, So, when I got admitted, some months later, I started feeling severe chest pains. And these chest pains would last 
for probably five to eight hours. I can't read. I can't eat properly. Five to eight hours? Yes, please, wow. Daddy. Five to eight hours. Severe chest pains. Pains that when they come, unless I put my head on mm. my desk and sleep. A devil is alive. Saya we eba. Give me the me material to me table so now me done a bansa swa. It's me one word on cream watch. So those times, um, first year of SHS, my books were not my friends at all because See. I can't read. The chest pains would come and I'll put the books aside. Every day teachers are talking, you are sleeping and all that. So until one day I decided to go to the hospital to actually know why I was getting these chest pains. So when I went, I was given um, a pump. It's it's blue and it has some sort of oxygen behind it. They said I should use it. So when I was giving, I was like, I don't, I don't know how to use it. What is it? They said it's oxygen. So I asked the doctor, why have you given me oxygen? He said I was asthmatic. Mm. Well, that was the first time you got to know that you have this sickness. Yes, daddy. So one day, I was given a plot to sweep. Usually SHS, everyone is given places to sweep. That could be a mammy. It was dusty. So me, I was like, oh, I'm sweeping. So I finished sweeping and then I went back to the dormitory. And then the chest pains came. But this time around, I couldn't get up from the bed. I couldn't move my body. And then I could feel myself vibrating, and then it felt like my, my teeth had clamped together. Mm. So I was told I was rushed to the hospital, 37 military hospital. And I was given oxygen for almost two hours. And then I was told I was given oxygen morning and then night. For five days. Before I was discharged. When I was discharged, I was given about five pumps. So I keep one in my suitcase. I keep one under my pillow. I keep one in my school bag. And I keep two in my pocket. Because I don't know when it would come. And those days, you dare not shout at me. Because when you shout at me, I become scared and I get chest pains. Mm. So I'm not shouted at, I'm not scared, I'm not asked to do anything. It's just me and myself. Mm. And it became severe to the point that each time my teeth clamped, a silver spoon would have to be put in between my teeth. Yes. Just so my teeth wouldn't clamp together because it looked like I was a dead body. Mm. because i'm not breathing and then i'm shaking and then my teeth are clamped together so they have to put a silver spoon in between my teeth just so 
I would look like I'm alive or something, so they won't be scared. So this kept on for five years, from 2013 up to university second year. So in my second year of university, um, I was in my hostel when I think the church was organizing one night with love. And usually, I think those times they go into hostels to invite the students to come. And I think I was on my bed, and um, a few of the members came into my dormitory. And those days, I don't go for church programs like that. I would always be in my room. So when they came, I was like, "Yo, I've heard you." I took the tickets and I put it under my pillow, thinking I'll throw it away later. So I was sleeping that night and then I felt my pillow was heavy for me. So I said, let me remove whatever was under and when I raised it, I saw the tickets. So I said, okay, you, it's, it's vows night. People are going out. Let me also go out some, but to their program. So I came for one night with love, and I had the most amazing night of my life. And then at that night, although I was a Christian, I, I, I was born in the, a Christian family. I think I gave my life to Christ once again. And there and then, I decided to become a full member of the church. So, my first Saturday, Papa spoke about soul winning. Usually we call it um, evangelism, but then Papa said soul winning. It sounded different. I thought maybe it's um, a program that they were coming to have in the church. I said, let me come. When I came, I realized it was the same evangelism. And this one, it looked more organized, more professional. And I said, okay, you let me try it. I don't do this, but then let me try it. What, what can happen will happen. So unluckily for me, the group I was put in were asked to go to the ghetto. Hey, one me too, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive to smell, so I hardly use perfumes or anything. We went there and the fumes were everywhere. You are trying to preach the word of God to them and they are blowing fumes on you, so it's like they are smoking, they are also smoking some. So, 
So I think after talking to two people, I just left. I was angry, so I left. So, but then the second time again, I said, these people that I've gone to, I spoke to the two people and I think I saw those two people at church. So I said, let me go back again. I don't know what I would find after going there. So I went the second time, and this time around, I told myself that I won't let what they are doing or the smoke, I'll see the smokers. Maybe it's the glory of God around me. So I wouldn't put it in my head that it is smoke. I'll tell myself that it's just like the air or the clouds that I'm sitting amongst the clouds. Just so I don't let it get to me because it was really heavy. The kind of smokes that even when you're cooking, you don't feel that kind of smoke. Like under normal circumstances, you should have collapsed or you should have gotten a, a, a reaction. You are in the midst of wish smokers. You know, that place is my place, so I know what you are talking about. They are mixing the weed with cocaine, with heroin, special films. But you went there one, two, three times. And you were not, there's no reaction. So, so the second time there was a reaction. I went to the hostel and my roommate said they were scared. Like they had to call a pastor in the church because at that point in time, they didn't know if I was dead or if I was still alive. They no, had the to call a pastor alive. in the church who took me to Ridge Hospital. And then I was given oxygen at Ridge. But then he prayed over communion and then anointing oil and then the mantle. And then he gave it to me. So they brought me back to the hostel. And then the pastor told me that I should come back for the soul reading again. So in my head, I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. So I said, okay, let me try it one last time. So the next Saturday again, I went back to the ghetto again. And then this time around, I stayed there for the full soul winning time. No reaction, nothing. Yeah, and then I said, okay, since this has happened, this will become my base. So I teamed up with a friend of mine and then another pastor. And then it became our usual base. So every soul winning will go there. So I didn't realize or I didn't even notice. It was after two months. And I realized that my pumps were still full. All the five pumps were still full. I hadn't used them. I hadn't touched them. I hadn't been to the hospital. I hadn't even felt any form of chest pain or anything. I was totally healed. And I didn't even know I was healed. But I was healed to the glory of God and to the shame of the devil. So what even made me know that I was totally healed was months after not feeling the pain or using my pumps, I was called and because in SHS, it was a friend of mine 
and I, we both had the same asthmatic attack. And then months after, that was early 2019, I was called and told this friend of mine had died of the mm. same asthma attack. He was, he was sleeping and he had an attack, rushed to the hospital only for him to die on yes. the way. Wow. So that was when my friends asked me that, ah, so you, is it that you're not feeling the asthma? And I was like, ah, asthma. And I remember that I indeed had asthma. Just, I didn't know I was totally healed of the asthma to the glory. So God even healed you and you even forgot. And it's been how long now? Papa, it's been almost four years now. Wow. Clap your hands for the Lord. So ladies and gentlemen, our sister here is telling us after suffering asthma for five years. Jesus taught her through showing. And it's been four years now. No more attack. How did she get to know she was healed? Because her best friend. Two of them used to enjoy the same sickness together. Died. So they call her to inform her. That was when she got to realize that Dr. Jesus has healed her from this deadly disease. Clap your hands for the Lord. You are also watching us. You have heard our sister's testimony. The same Jesus is touching someone. In the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your hands and thank God for our sister's life. Of really healed of asthma. Now, we want to turn back to the other testifier. Sister Samira. Heal of abdominal pain. And seven years of ulcer. So quickly, she's going to tell us so we can have time to pray for one or two people on live phone calling. So let's put our hands together for Samira. Summarize your testimony in three minutes. Thank you. woman of God. You are shining. Tell us what the Lord has done for you. Thank you, Daddy, for this great opportunity. I don't take it lightly. Okay, so um, somewhere 2010, 2011, when I was about completing SHS, I realized that anytime I delay in eating, I feel pains in my tummy. Okay. I didn't take it serious. And so it happened till I completed school. And then I got home. It persisted. And when you complete SHS, the norm is like you have to get a job mm. to get something before you go back to university. So I decided to get myself a job. I realized that any job opportunity I get, the first one week or two weeks, I get the attack. Mm. 
my, let me say, the, the pains will come and then I'll pass out and I'll have to be rushed to the hospital. And anytime I get to the hospital too, I'm given drips and I don't take less than 30 drips before I come out of the hospital. 10. 30. Like? 30. 30 drips? Yes. 10, 10, 10. Yes. Sometimes it's more. So, so it went on and on like that to a point in time I realized that this thing was getting out of hand so I was told to keep there's this jag that I was told to keep on me every time and it's called Nujel O. That is when they realize that your ulcer has gotten out of hand. Mm. And I was even told that if I don't take the, the medicine, if I don't adhere to what they are telling me, they will have to, um, I'll have to undergo a surgery. So I actually didn't adhere to what they were saying because I felt I had a drag, so I was taking it. Anytime I just feel a little pain in my tummy, I'll just go ahead and take it. So um, the, the drips started making me bloat. So I started bloating. I think I... You were enlarged. You have some pictures. Look at it. Look at it. Now, now, this is the effect of the drips. Now, now if let's say one drip is one cup of water, she was taking 30. That even a car will not take. Thirty drips. A full tank of a car will not take thirty drips. Oh. And so my little daughter became so bloated, full of hospital water. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Now, we show you some of these things to know that, like Pastor Richard said, it's not a joke. Jesus. Through this ministry, has rescued many from the dead. Look at this beautiful lady sitting there. Compared to that deadly picture that was shown. Clap your hands for Jesus. Please, continue your testimony. So, it got to a point in time, some of the, the drapes, I even have to take home. Because wow. they will transfer me to one hospital to the other to the other and then there was a time they transferred me to 37 i was told there's no bed and i had this thing on me because anytime they transfer me they will not remove it because they will tell me that when i get there they will continue their drip so i ha it has to be on me so my mom was fed up and my dad was also fed up and we we took it home when we took it home the drips were there there was no nurse to just continue so we just have to find somebody and pull it off and then it persisted i didn't know what to do so my mom it got so i realized that my mom would sometimes have to wake me up from my sleep somewhere around 6 37 just for me to eat and go back to sleep mm. and then i i i had a friend who is a holy healer i always see her posting your picture on her stats and programs on her status so somewhere 2019 um, on the 14th of february she invited me for one night with love 
once in a month and then i came for one night with love and i i heard the word the word touched me so much and i decided that okay i'll be visiting mm. and i heard there's this tuesday's fast for everybody the whole church but because i knew my situation i wouldn't dare fast because i wouldn't want to put my mom in that situation where she'll be running to the hospital oh, wow. all the time because there was a time she rushed me to the hospital almost naked and so when i i heard of the fasting i told myself i won't do it on and on till you declared uh, 14 days prayer and fasting it really touched me and i i wanted to and you preached about um also people getting healed through their communion and i wanted to try it because you said that if I don't, if you don't kill it, the sickness will kill you. Yeah, and yeah, Papa, church, Yes, so the first day I did it fully, I, like I was surprised that after seven I had not felt any pain. I came to church, we, we ended the fast with communion. So the second day I did it fully and then throughout to church, when I got to church, I started feeling pains in my tummy. I was like, hey, I'm coming to like, this one I'll have to find somewhere and sit. But I, and the ashes asked me to come inside. So I went to get water, I drank the water. I couldn't sit because anytime the pain, it's like, it's uncomfortable. You can't sit, you can't stand, like, you just have to find yourself doing something that it will make you feel abnormal. And so I was praying that you finish preaching so that That's I'll fun. go and find something and eat because I didn't want to put my mom in that situation. So um, we broke with um, communion and then I, I decided to go and get the wine. So I went to the bookshop, I got the communion, and then I got bread on my way to the house. When I got home, my mom was shouting at me, so won't you eat? I don't want to run to the hospital and all that. And I told her that she shouldn't worry, it's ending soon. And so I didn't know that you have to dilute the communion with water before drinking. And so the full bottle with the bread, I took it just like that. <laughs> I didn't read anything, so I just drank everything. And right after that, I realized that the pain have like the pain had vanished. Until now, I haven't felt any pain in my tummy. Wow. So now, not even just a stomach ache. There is a German, very powerful testimony. 
or see a point sorrow, aye, ye dear, we are dear, we are no bookshop or and we are caught to communion. To a nam quasuquan or to grow a siabacon, what they can't hold to a quadru fiano one day one kind you and a communion no bottle of bacco and a brother Seven years of also completely healed by kingdom mysteries. If you are watching us from around the world, where they not only share with you the word. We have given you the proofs of what Jesus can do. And wherever you are watching me from, wherever your sicknesses, put your hands there. If you can touch your television, go closer to the television. As I pray, the power of God will move through the You will be healed instantly. Jesus, the healer, is still at work. He healed Samira. He healed Amarachi. You are next in line for a miracle. Right now, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I command every pain in your body. I command every disease in your body. Out in the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Hidden sicknesses. Incurable diseases. Every sickness that has a name. I cast you out of your body. Get out now in the name of Jesus. Go. 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 I bind the demon of asthma. HIV. Coronavirus. Hypertension. High blood pressure. Hepatitis A to Z. I curse you in the name of Jesus. Paralyzed by accident. Goiter in the neck. Cancer in the breast. Cancer in the womb. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Rabadabariko Barabadabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabar
I'll lift your hands and begin to thank him. Thank the Lord. Thank you. Oh my God. I see many healings taking place. I see many miracles taking place. Receive your miracle now. Receive your miracle, my faith. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Somebody's watching me. You can't breathe. Breathe in and out. Receive. Thank you, Jesus. Breathe in and out. Receive. Yes, somebody has got a hit. Yes, in the right year, in the right year, you are getting hit at your back. You are getting hit in your stomach. Come on, go, 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 Yes. Get to the phone and call right now. Give us your testimony. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. Miracles are are happening. 